Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Jerry Serino and I am the host of Fides Podcast. Who am I? I'm just a guy interested in speaking the truth. What does Fides mean? I'm sure that that's what you were thinking. Fides is Latin for faith, belief, and truth. In this crazy world we live in, I wanted to bring some more truth-telling and education to those willing to listen. I want to discuss and debate those that have different beliefs so that we can understand each other and all of you can hear two perspectives. But there is only one truth, only one fides, and that is what you will find. Enjoy. Okay, and welcome to Fides Podcast. This is episode 14. And for those of you on the left that saw this, the title, I am going to name this, and I I named it uh, this episode, The Humility of Donald Trump. And I know that some of you listening uh, may be very intrigued or interested. Some of you that are on the left, may your, your, your heads may have exploded in hearing that. And I know it sounds a little bit strange. But I want to uh, uh, talk about the whole issue of humility and because it's a unique word. It's, um, I actually learned a lot about it from a particular prayer that's out there that I've said to myself. And it talks about, you know, the seeking humility is, is seeking, um, is eliminating fear, the fear of being humiliated, the fear of being talked about, the fear of being rebuked, the fear of being ridiculed right? Getting rid of the desire to be honored or extolled and things like that. And, you know, a lot of people may be thinking, you know, that's not what I thought humility was. Donald Trump, the word humble doesn't come to mind, but I want to talk about today um, a lot about humility and why I actually believe that Donald Trump is very humble. I had asked my my friend, uh, Duan the Hope Man Bell, who is hey. the, who's been on, this is now the second time he's on. Uh, Duan, welcome and thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Oh man, thank you, brother. Uh, that was a beautiful introduction. You said that perfectly. Yes, I am uh, the minister, Duan the Hope Man Bell. And uh, Hope is H O P E, as you all know, which stands for helping others prepare for eternity. So that's what I'm all about. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to get into this good conversation. I love the topic, man. I, I Like you said, I know a lot of people on the left that are listening, they're having cognitive dissonance right now. They're going, <laughs> Donald Trump humility right what <laughs> right i know i and i and i hear that but um so i just want to give you a chance to talk about uh, before we get started a few of the things that you're doing because you're doing a lot out there on social media and just in your community as you said you're a minister correct yes sir you're a pastor um give you know just use this opportunity to talk a little bit about where, where people can find you and your your wife lexi who was also on my program are doing some great things and just how people can find you because you're doing really great stuff oh thank you sir yeah and um yeah i am a minister i'm not yet a pastor so i i do okay. um serve under my pastor uh, his name is bishop howard swansea jr and we're he's out of carson california uh our church though has been closed since march so okay I don't even have a church right now, basically due to China virus. Uh, But uh, yeah, man, you know, so we got a lot in the works. Me and my wife, Jalexa, uh, who is a singer, she has some music out there. She has a debut single, Live Better, uh, that is on all streaming platforms that people can listen to and download if you like. Uh, We have a podcast as well that we're going to launch soon. We actually launched it and 
we're relaunching it now. So we're going to have to have you come on, Jerry. You're going to have to come on and talk and be a guest for us as well. Oh, I'd love to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, you've got a great family, and you can actually hear some of them in the background, which is which is all good, <laughs> right? You know, kids hearing kids is all good. It's not. I didn't know that. No way. <laughs> yeah, no, no big deal. It's 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 um it's really great. And and for those again listening, uh, uh Julexa is uh is is Duan's uh, wife, and she's uh she's doing a lot of things too. So please look her up on on the various social media. Because you guys are doing great stuff, so I want to get I want to get into it, and and I um, in talking about humility, I want to make a couple points, and then ask you, Dewan, to talk about what brought you to Trump. So, in, in the whole concept of of humility, and I want people to really think about this for a second when it comes to Trump, right? So, a lot of people have said hey, he's a con man, he's a liar, he just wants power, right? And I want to ask those people this question as it pertains to those points and whether or not he's humble. So my first point would be, why would Trump go from the level of popularity he had as a celebrity or a a, a real real estate mogul and so on to this level of criticism, right? Why would he do that if it was all about fame and it was all about power? Why would he risk his businesses to take on Hillary and Bill Clinton and the Obamas, right? I mean, think about that for a minute. Is that humility wanting to do good, even though it would destroy him and his family, which in a lot of ways it has? Why didn't he run as a Democrat, right? If he was looking for praise and he was looking for the easy route, he could have easily been um, pro-abortion and and uh, pro-immigration as a Democrat, but he didn't. He took on very tough issues, right? Um, if he was an egomaniac, would he have? Would he? Wouldn't he have? You know, taken different stances on issues and gotten praise from the media instead of being constantly destroyed by the media. So, I, I just want to make those couple points, and then I want to go to you, Dewan, and say, you know, what what has drawn you to Donald Trump? Because what we're going to get to here in a second is what we're being told is Donald Trump is a racist. <laughs> and so either either you missed missed that duan or you're just you're just dumb i don't know what it is right <laughs> so one of, one of the two right yeah. i mean i'm so tired of this whole narrative bro and, and this just this conversation man because it's such a lie you know it's based on such falsehoods like yeah. there's no there's not a shred of evidence not a shred of evidence to suggest that donald trump is a racist there's actually mountains and mountains and piles and piles of evidence to suggest otherwise not only suggest but actually like fully solidify otherwise you know because since he's been like you said you know he could have easily run as a democrat because we know donald trump for being a celebrity for being in with the hollywood people the in crowd you know and obviously we know now he was never welcomed in you know that that real inner elitist circle uh but we didn't i don't know if you knew this but i didn't know that at the time it's just seeing donald trump as the guy on the apprentice or in the rap music videos or making cameos in home alone and Mm -hmm. you know i I didn't know that he wasn't a part of the machine you know what i mean so now he comes out and he's running for the president and he's going against the machine. And it's like, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, just to answer your question, what drew me to Donald Trump was just his candidness mm-hmm. and what I believe to be his sincerity and his genuineness. And what I saw from him while he was on the debate 
uh, stage as someone that was trying to gain the nomination to become the Republican candidate in 2016. And I would just listen to him and he resonated with me a lot of the things that he said because I was paying attention to Dr. Ben Carson. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know black people could be Republicans in 2016. (laughs) So I'm dead serious. Like I've heard of Larry Elder. I've never really looked into him like that. I was never involved in politics. Again, if you, if, if you listen to, uh, the uh, the last episode me, when me and my wife was here on your yep. show yep. i kind of went into my background you know yep. being a gamer and all that so politics was never on my my uh, radar i didn't care right so when i saw ben carson because at that point in 2016 i'm a little older i'm married now i have a kid i have like a real job working for like the city of los angeles you know with a pension and a 401 you know all these things now i'm like a real productive citizen in life and i'm contributing to life and to our country and you right. know to the community so like now i'm like interested in politics so i'm like looking at this guy dr ben carson who i was familiar with because he is a, a very outspoken christian he shares his faith sure. and i was like wow this guy is like a successful brain surgeon i think he was the first person ever to separate conjoined twins mm-hmm. that were joined at the head I'm like, this guy's awesome, you know, so I knew Ben Carson. So when I saw he was running for president, that got my attention. When I saw he was running as a Republican, I was like, how? That doesn't even make sense. But every time I would tune into the debates to hear Dr. Carson, Trump just kept stealing my attention. And I'm like, this guy is on to something. And then eventually he came out with the whole, when he looked at black America in the face, I think he was in Michigan or it was like a predominantly black event uh-huh. one on the campaign trail. And he looked black America in the face and he asked, he said, what do you have to lose? And at that point I was like, man, this guy's he, I, I, that's somebody that I can get behind because he's going to keep it 100 as I would say, he was going to keep it real. He's going to keep it honest. Like nobody else is saying that, you know, and Democrats definitely don't want you to look at it. That's like, just, just stand back objectively and look, We've been voting Democrat for 60 years or whatever. I know LBJ said he's going to have N-words voting Democrat right. <laughs> for the next 200 years. So we're right on line, right in line with exactly what he predicted. His prophecy is coming true. So when he said that, it was just a moment of sincerity that I haven't seen in a politician. And I was like, wow, like I, I really am sold. And from there, I've been magging everything, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that it's it's such a great perspective, um, especially from the African American community, because it's always been, uh, you know, Democrat vote Democrat ninety plus percent, no matter what, including when politicians of the past said virtually nothing in regards to race or didn't even try to get the black vote. When I think, as as you said, I think you know the issues are beneficial to all people but certainly within the black community. Um, I want to play since, um, you know, the, one of my goals on this podcast, you know, the, the, the podcast is called uh, Fides. Fides in Latin means truth, uh, but also means faith. And it's really cool to have the hope man here because we got faith and truth and we got <laughs> and hope, is, hope and hope. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You throw in love and we got everything we need. <laughs> we, we got everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I want to actually play for people who, because uh, I've heard this a lot, who have said, uh, you know, Trump said they're good Nazis, right? They're good mm-hmm. white supremacists and, and things like that. And, and as usual, and, and even Joe Biden said it uh, in, in the debate just last week. That though you know he called them racist and he said they're good racist. So I want to play this little clip here, 
um, of of what Trump actually said, and then we could just briefly talk about it. So I'm going to play this here, and um, then we could talk. Cool. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis or the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. Now, in the other group also, you had some fine people, but you also had troublemakers, and you see them come with the, with the black outfits and with the helmets and with the baseball bats. You, got a, you, had, a lot of bad, you had a lot of bad people in the other group, too. So were you able to hear that okay? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, just to j- just to give a little background, he, you know, there were there was a rally that was uh, organized by a white supremacist who, by the way, and I'm struggling to remember his name, but I will in a minute, is voting for all straight Democrat, voting for Joe Biden. Oh yeah, he's already endorsed Biden. You're yeah. talking about. Um... Jesus, I'll go ahead. It'll come to yeah, me. Yeah, me too. I can't. I just can't remember his name. I could picture his face, but he's voting. But he was the one who organized the rally. Um, into Richard, a bunch of, Richard Spencer. Yes, thank you. That's it, yeah. Richard Spencer. So go, anyone, go ahead and look him up. And the founder uh, of the alt right. Yeah, yeah. So there was obviously there was violence when Antifa and some other people. There were what Trump was saying is that there were decent people who were peacefully. They're protesting in support of and against taking down statue of Robert E. Lee, right? Yep. They, and, and, and there's nothing racist about either position on that. I know black people who think, hey, it's it's part of our history. Keep up the statues, whatever. Yep. Yep. Um, but they were kind. They were peaceful. And that's what he had said. And in the very beginning, you heard he said, I'm not talking about yep. the Nazis and white supremacists. They should be condemned which he had already done plenty of times. So, so you know, this is the frustration is when people say, oh, Trump said there's good Nazis. He did not say that. Nope. You know, and that's, that's just frustrating. So, you know, that's, that's the one narrative. You know, the other one is, is he's, he got a lot of flack on Dewan was, um, they say, oh, he called Mexicans rapists, right? Oh, God. <laughs> if I had a nickel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, and there's actually a really good one, um, a, a, a fairly quick clip um, that I want to play with, with tr- when Trump went on with Don Lemon. And this was oh, back man. in 2016. And, you know, what Trump had said is, look, we're letting people, when we have illegal immigration uh-huh. and we don't enforce the immigration laws and vet people and make sure that they're the right and the best people coming in, uh-huh. we don't know who they are. right. That's right. I mean, Tuan, you, you, you have great faith in people, right? You think Absolutely. generally they're good people, but you don't just let anyone into your home with your wife and your kids, right? you got to know who they are. Of right? course, 100%. It's just normal. We don't hire people at our companies without doing a background check. Do we not? We all do that. You do drug tests. You do criminal background checks and the like. So Trump had just said, look, we're getting bad people, and he was referencing an article written by Univision about uh-huh. women being raped right. on their way over. So I want to play this, and, and just for those that think, you know, Trump said all all Mexicans are rapists, oh, and then we can talk about it. So here's Please here's help here's our friend Don Lemon right here. Help him, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> and that's his comments on Mexicans and his comments on race and immigration. Here's what he said about what he believes are studies, legitimate studies, about 
what he says, rapists coming across the border and criminals. Here's his reaction. Oh, well, if you look at the statistics of people coming, I didn't say about Mexico, I say the illegal immigrants. You look at the statistics on rape, on crime, on everything coming in illegally into this country, they're mind-boggling. If you go to Fusion, you will see a story about 80% of the women coming in. I mean, you have to take a look at these stories. And you know who owns Fusion? Univision. And it was in the Huffington Post. I said, let me get some of these articles because I've heard some horrible things. I, I deal a lot of talking with people on the border patrols. Yeah. They're incredible people. I want to get some, our country. I get some, and I get some clarification, serious. though. No, but Don, all you have to do is go to Fusion and pick up the stories on rape. And it's unbelievable when you look at what's going on. So all I'm doing is telling the truth. I read the... I read the Washington Post, I read the Fusion, I read the Huffington Post, and that, that's about women being raped. It's not about criminals coming across the border or entering the country. Well, somebody's doing the raping, Don. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, somebody's doing the, you think it's women being raped. Well, who's doing the raping? So what I love about that is that, John, <laughs> isn't that funny? I, I had to put you on um, mute there for a second. But no um, I, what I love about that is Don kind of says, oh, come on, this is, it's nothing. It, it, it was about women being raped. And well, who's doing the raping? So I love it, man. And, it came, it. and the article came from Univision, which is a Hispanic uh, news outlet, right? It's crazy, the bias of the media and yeah. CNN and Don Lemon. But that right there in that clip is exactly what I was referring to and what made mm-hmm. me so attracted to Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. You see how simple, like, how real that was? Like, I, let's get through all of this jujitsu you're trying to, you know, do on the people's brains right now and program them with, you know, Operation Mockingbird is going on in full effect here. Right. Let's get past that and just get straight to the bottom line of, like, what's real. Like, who, come on, bro. Who's doing the right? And then there's people that are sitting there watching that program. If he doesn't say that and put it in those terms and reduce it to the ridiculous, they're not going to see it any other way. And with that, they still don't see it. It's crazy to me. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. And he's, you know, again, it would have been easy for him, like other Republicans even, to take a softer approach. Um, and not get criticized by the media and called a racist and everything else. And, but he didn't. So to me, you know, again, my point about humility, that's what a humble person does. They don't fear criticism when they are speaking the truth. Right. And that's, look, that's the truth. And I, I would ask people that say that would even question what he said and say, Oh, so you don't want to stop rape. (laughs) Right. I mean, I mean, there's also a lot, and I know your your wife. I've seen a lot of posts from her about um, sex trafficking and things like yeah. that. I mean, that's happening at the border, tremendously, and that's why we need to have a proper immigration um, immigration laws and the like. So, um, so I I did want to combine both both in here the whole issue of humility, but also the issue of racism and 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 all those these types of hatred and let me ask you get your opinion on the whole you know joe biden thing because there's a lot of information out there on things that joe biden has said or done i could go into some things that the clintons have done and the like but they don't get called a racist right right um it, it, do you think it's just the media not covering it do you think i mean why don't black people look at the things that that biden has said and and take it to heart or are they because i think there's a lot of people out there like you 
Yeah. So that's exactly where I was going to go and say that all, historically up until very, very recently, which I say the shift started around 2016 mm-hmm. for people like myself. And there was like this new sense of consciousness of just understanding things that we couldn't quite previously grasp. Like mm-hmm. Trump was like a symbolism of a deeper truth for people like myself in the black community that have awakened since him coming into politics. And um, it's got us back in tune with our history as African-Americans, as blacks, whatever you want to call yourself, uh, because historically blacks were Republicans. Mm-hmm. And that's a fact, whether you look at Frederick Douglass, Booker T. Washington, Jackie Robinson, I can go on and on and on and on. That's what we were. And right. somehow we lost our way and became Democrats. And we started fighting for the agendas that were actually against us. So um, it's just interesting to me how that whole thing changed. But Donald Trump came in and he has shifted things back to where they were supposed to always be. Um, so for me, with this whole Joe Biden thing, obviously the media has an incentive. They, they're, they're biased for a reason. Mm-hmm. And they, again, going back to what I said earlier, Look up Operation Mockingbird. Look up PSYOP. Look up MK Ultra. These are military tactics that they've utilized and they have weaponized the media against our president. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize the level of hatred and vitriol that people have for this man because he is doing a righteous work. Right. And the problem for the black community is we've been so lied to that we don't see his work as righteous work we see him as an enemy we see him as the devil you have people right now who are elated at the fact that the president and his wife contracted COVID 19 and they are praying and hoping that he dies right right what is that yeah you know, so I, I mean, I can go on and on, but I'll just ask your question because we're on a time limit here. Yeah. Joe Biden is the Trojan horse that has been used to become the the symbol that socialism has attached itself to. Communism has now attached itself to under the brand of the Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. It is a radical leftist agenda that goes all the way back to communism, which goes back to 100 years ago from Moscow, uh, where agendas were initiated to overthrow our our great country. And we're just seeing it rebranded under a new definite or name or label called the social, uh, democratic socialism. Yep. But anyway, no, that's, that's, it's, it's really great that you're saying those are actually topics I want to, I want to discuss at other times as well in my program, because you're absolutely right. Uh, we have people that believe that socialism is the way to go, and uh, and they couldn't be more wrong. And there's they just don't understand, which I you know some of it is just lack of understanding or knowledge. Yeah. Uh, some of it is that they're being fed false or wrong information from their professors or other people out there. So um, you know, one last thing before we go is I want to make a point that I've always looked at in the black community. It's a black community, if, if as a culture, if they're you know, we look at them as a somewhat separate culture in a way. They're a very, re- you're a very religious and God-fearing culture. 
They were right. I mean, I mean, when you think about it, if you really look, you know, the a lot of the prominent figures outside of athletes and and the like are ministers and pastors. I mean, Martin Luther King was a was a pastor. Um, Even Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton, who I'm not fans of, they they go by Reverend, right? Because it's important, and yet I don't see any degree of religion on the left. Yeah, it, it, that's you know what? That is a crazy point. I'm not going to answer in length here, but I'll just say that I think that black the culture of black people in this country have lost their way when it comes to religion and Christianity because yeah, religion is too broad of a term. For me, it's Christianity or bust. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you mind me saying that on your show, but yep. I, just have to, I, just have to, I just have to put it out there that way, you know what yep. I mean? Um, so we have to get back to that. There was a time when we were deeply religious into the Bible and the Christian principles and going to church. But you see, we can't even go to church. Like I said, my church has been closed since March. You know, mm-hmm. so again, this is a this is a organized assault on Christianity on the church. But that is another topic for another conversation. Yes. But yeah, we have to as black people. You're right, and um, it even ties back to the whole socialism, communism thing, where religion was even hijacked yep. and utilized in the agenda. So yep, absolutely. And I'll say just from the religious point, you, you I have no problem with you saying what you said. Is I'm a Catholic, and Joe Biden is a quote unquote Catholic, and and you have a lot of people out there. Um, I, I'm actually looking to have someone if if possible on my show that that is going to make the case why Catholics should vote for Biden and I'd love mm. to debate them because it, it you can't be a Christian and support what he and his party are doing so no way um it just it just they don't line up but I would love to debate someone on that so anyways the Hope Man, thanks a ton for being on. Um, again, you can find uh, Duan the Hope Man Bell on social media. He's got some great videos that he posts on uh, on Facebook. I've listened to him. Um, you're out there. You're doing a lot of great stuff. You and your wife um, are doing some great stuff. You have some live programs. So uh, if you're listening you like, and you like what you hear from the Hope Man, go find him on social media and listen to him. And he's got a podcast he said he's going to, uh, so I will, uh, when it comes out, I'll be happy to uh, uh, promote it or post it or talk about it um, or have you come on again to, to let people know where they can find it because uh, we've gotten some great feedback from the first time you and your wife were on and uh, I'm sure this time as well. So, my brother, thanks for being here. God bless you and have a good Sunday, all right? Hey, man, God bless you as well. Bless you and your lovely family. We're praying for you, man. Jesus okay. Name. Thank you. All right. <laughs>